I'm Claire Manship. And I'm Ian Brodsky. And this is The Thing That Happened This Week. The show where everyone brings a story from the past seven days and we break it down. So hold on to your butts, y'all. birthday boy. Oh, hello. Thank How you. How are you? I'm doing swell. We were out last night for Ian's birthday yes. on his actual birthday. Yeah. At the time of this recording. Right. Yes, we had a really good time. Thank you. Apparently I bailed before the party got started. Like and you were like the chill first half of the party and I then like being the chill first. Half. I I did too. Like it was you were there when we had like four or five people and that became like eight or nine people. And so, Whoa. yeah, it was still chill, just like an upper level of chill where like there's a little more energy and buzz going on. But it was just, it was such a nice little night and I had such a nice time. Basically what Ian's saying is that I'm boring. No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. You're the life of the party. Yeah, those are my feet. Oh man. Ian's playing footsie with me. I thought they were mine. No, they're my feet. You don't have four feet. What? <laughs> I know you love to dance, but it doesn't work like that. Oh, man. Now, Ian, you're 27. I'm 27. So in the final year of your life, what are you hoping to do? <laughs> That's an excellent question. <laughs> um, um, it boils down to, like, surrounding myself with good people more mm-hmm. often. Mm-hmm. Um, I was telling Clary yesterday that um, 26 felt like the year I found my people, like, in several aspects of, like, the, of the meaning. Um, you found your tribe. I found my tribe. Um, and so going forward, especially for 27, I want to, I, I don't want to use the word leverage because that sounds like, uh, that sounds manipulative, but like, I want to work and play and live and laugh and love with like my people. And I want to do that more and I want to create more and collaborate more and enjoy more, enjoy life more. Amazing. With those people, because it took me 27 years, or 26 years to, I guess, decide for myself that uh, that I found them. That you're going to hang out with people you actually like. Right, exactly. Yeah, it's actually, it's funny, like, how often we consider people who we, like, don't really enjoy the company of our friends, just right. because we're in the habit of spending time with them. Exactly. Thus endeth the thing that happened this exactly by all i never liked this it's what it was a tour a, a tool i think so many words at once that are just coming out as garbage well i caught him off guard so that's really what happened yes sure so besides your birthday mm-hmm. what else are you excited about right now i'm excited about catching up on american horror story right now i know it's a very immediate kind of thing but i've been bad at keeping up with it I started watching some new fall TV too. What did you start watching? I'm watching Manifest and New Amsterdam mm. and The Good Place is back tonight as of this recording. I am so excited for The Good Place to come back. Mm-hmm. I fucking love The Good Place. I'm also just getting really like started on the Halloween shit pretty early. Right. Yeah. I uh, already watched Hocus Pocus. Great. Yeah. I know um Freeform is doing 31 nights of Halloween this year. Yes. Which so I'm very crazy. excited for that. The only problem is, is I think Freeform does this weird thing where they get caught up in the same movies on the same days. Like I know it's supposed to be a rotating schedule, but I wish it was randomized because mm. at any one time, if I turn on Freeform, it is either Hocus Pocus, which no complaints, but you know, I only want to watch it so many times. Otherwise I'll get irritated with myself. Corpse Bride. 
Oh yeah, I forgot about Corpse Bride. Corpse Bride is on constantly. Mm-hmm. It's not like The Great Pumpkin or like Nightmare Before Christmas, but like it's another classic. Uh, they play Adam's that they Family. They really overdo Adam's Family Values. They play constantly, right, which, which like, I find very annoying. Oh no, I love. I don't watch it constantly, but like when it's on, I will stop. I will drop what I'm doing and watch it. I mean, I love The Adam's Family, and Adam's Family Values. I think is a great movie, mm-hmm. but I. It's not in a league of, like, Hocus Pocus where I want to watch it constantly. See, like, that's my Hocus Pocus. Wait, what? Yeah. How dare you? There's no my Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus is your Hocus Pocus. No, Adam's Family... No, Hocus Pocus is my... Your Adam's Family Values. No, 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 no. Hocus Pocus is everyone's Hocus Pocus. It's not mine. You know what, Ian? How do you feel about Kill Bill? I've never seen it. Okay, see... You're missing a huge faction. Now I'm just gesticulating. I am in full with mode. A, with a tall LaCroix in her yeah. hand. Oh, LaCroix? How dare you, I know, you, LaCroix. Ian? Yeah, they, okay, thank you. You speak French. Come on. I know, I know. It's actually not from France. It's from, like, Wisconsin. I know. It's from Michigan. Warren, Michigan. Um, but it's delicious. It is delicious. Mmm. Glug, glug, glug. Glug, glug. But the thing with, like, Kill Bill... Uh-huh. The same as Hocus Pocus is it's cult classic. It's like Drop Dead Gorgeous or Death Becomes Her. Like, there's no... Those are considered cult classics? Yes. Okay. Definitely. All right. 100%. I guess, like, I because I always grew up with those, like, in Sorry, my... Sorry, the vacuum lady this is vacuum back. This vacuum is, is not, not where, where you are. are. If you hear this vacuum, I'm so sorry. I talked to her. She didn't really get it. She didn't really get it. Yeah, she definitely didn't really get it. But we're going to, like, power through, and if you just, like, hear weird background noises, it's because... Um, it's because there are weird background noises. Yeah, yeah. Really sorry about that. Um, um, I have a feeling this entire season is going to have vacuum lady. Yeah. Special guest vacuum lady. Yeah. And if you can hear this siren, this siren is also right. not where you are. Um, we're just having a noisy day over right. here. Right. The I, heights is hopping. Yeah. The point is, Ian, mm-hmm. I think because, and it's just my opinion, but it's right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> That cult classics are in a league of their own where you can't say such and such is my such and such. I could say your Devil Wears Prada is my Bride Wars. They're both rom-coms, but I I don't actually like Bride Wars more than Devil Wears Prada. But I feel like they're both in the same... In the same category. Sure. So, Adam's Family Values, not a cult classic, in my opinion. Okay, I'll give you that, because I hadn't always grown up with those movies, like, in my zeitgeist. Sure. So, I never considered them cult classics, because literally everyone I knew loved those movies, and I guess right. I just did not know I was part of a cult, Yeah, is you what are I'm part saying. Of a cult, basically. I think it's because we were the cult that made them classics. Right. Yeah. So, it just it, they just felt like... Classics. So your Adam's Family Values is my Mrs. Doubtfire. Okay. You know what I mean? They're both like quirky, creepy family comedies. Sure. There sure. we go. Okay. Yeah. Although <laughs> Mrs. Doubtfire is also like kind of in a league of its own. That might have right. been a bad th- comparison. <laughs> yeah. But that I, that's how I see those things. Sure, sure. Like your How I Met Your Mother could be someone else's friends. You know right. what I mean? Exactly. Like, yeah, that's yeah. yeah. That's right. Like, my Gilmore Girls could be somebody else's One Tree Hill. Like, right. they're both in the same world and category, but not, like, so close that it that it's 
indecipherable. Sure. Yeah. That's just my opinion. You can write in at thisweeksthing at gmail.com if you just want to tear apart that theory. I'm just catching up on the math of it all. Yeah. It's a little bit confusing, but right. basically I'm right forever, always. Sure. Okay. <laughs> Listen, still catching up on the math. <laughs> math was it's, not my thing growing well, up. Well, it's also a very deep algorithm that only the truest cinephiles can understand. Right. We got to get Raj Bawar on the phone. <laughs> Right. <laughs> Get him to break it down for us. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Are we ready for the thing that happened this week? Yeah, sure. I'm worried that we didn't talk long enough because we cut out so much vacuum. Eh. Short, sweet, and to the point this week? Sure. I like it. All right. The thing that happened this week. Here we go. Woohoo! That was crisp. That was a crisp high five. All right, Ian Brodsky, what happened to you this week? Oh, wow. Um, oh, I didn't say cue the music. It's fine. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. We're letting it go. We're over it. Yeah. Um, it's not bothering me at all. <laughs> so this past weekend, I went to a dear friend's wedding. Woo! Congratulations, John and Kristen. Woo! And not only was this such Woo! a... <laughs> that's fair that's fair i'll give you that um not only was this such a fun wedding but this band guys holy shit they this had a live band. band they had a live band claire was telling you about this a little bit yesterday um but i wanted to include our listeners on it so this band was hit after hit after hit from the get-go whoa like they started off with like valerie and september and happy like all of these, like, amazing, like, at this point, even if they're, like, newer tunes, like, classics. Like, all of us were drinking, but, like, I don't, like, this is probably not science, but I feel like <laughs> I did not, I did not, like, maintain, like, I did not get drunker and drunker as the night went on just because, like, we were all dancing it out. Like, we were all just, like, dancing and sweating and then rehydrating and then dancing and sweating and then rehydrating. I so mean, when the just, song is good, you have to dance. Oh, absolutely. So it was just a rockin' good time, as they say. But, like, these, like this band was, like, seven pieces. Whoa! Uh, trombone, saxophone, uh, trumpet. Two singers who were both incredible. Like, they specially requested one of the singers, Inez. She covered Happy. She covered uh, September. She covered um, Respect by Aretha Franklin, and I remember I was literally in the bathroom hearing her, like, riff on Respect, and from the bathroom going, yes! <laughs> like, it was so great, and, like, their last, like, their last songs, like, not in any particular order, were, like, Remix to Ignition, um, which was... Hot and fresh out the kitchen. Hot, which was, indeed, hot and fresh out the kitchen. Oh, there was like another good one, and then they ended with um, "Don't Stop Believing," and good ender, right? And so it was just <laughs> when they were starting these songs, I was like, "Guys, breathe! Everybody, breathe! We need to go in on this one." <laughs> like it was just like weddings are wonderful, but like the entertainment portion of the night like makes such a difference. Kristen and John really fucking nailed it. Like. It did was, they know the band? Were they like fans of this band, or were they um, like auditioned bands no, for their it was, wedding? It was a local band, so I think um, the where groom, was the wedding? The, the wedding was in Harriman, New York, which is about an hour north of New York. Okay, um, and about a half hour from where I grew up. 
Okay. Um, so I spend a lot of time passing through my old hometown. Um, sure. Were you staying by the venue or you were staying at your house? Uh, no, we stayed at the venue. Right. Um, do your, your parents still don't have a house there, do they? No, they sold their house. Okay. I wasn't at this sure point, if like, they kept seven years ago. No. Um, oh, seven years ago. Six or seven years ago, yeah. I wasn't sure that they went to North Carolina, like, retired, like, the, done so. Right, yes. They, they sold their house, like, about six years ago, lived in an apartment, like, down the street, pretty much, okay. for a couple years, and then just, like, up and moved to North Carolina. Done. Um, Ian washed his hands. Of I it. did exactly. Um, no, and um, yeah, we stayed in like a hotel nearby. Um, this siren is, is not, not where, where you are. are. Yeah, so we stayed at this hotel like like five ten minutes away from uh, the wedding venue. Okay. Um, but like it was such good company. Like it was all people that like have had my back since day one of college. Um, a lot of people there were like my dance partners for different shows or like events. Uh, from college. It was just so much fun. Like, this band, like, killed it. And to answer your question from before, I don't think they were, like, fans of this band or they auditioned bands, but somehow, like, the groom knew this band because he knew Great. to request this singer. So, Fierce. Yeah. Um, now, Ian and I last night at his birthday had had a difference of opinion on what a bop and a banger is. Mm-hmm. Now, was this band more bops or more bangers, in your opinion? Um, I guess bops because they were all like catchy songs. Okay. Like, and I associate bops more with like songs like earworms that get stuck in your head. Yes. Like, um, like Drake's nice for what? Okay. Got like, it. Because that will, I mean, that will get stuck in your head for many reasons. But turn down for what is, is a banger. banger. Okay. I, I think understand. I feel like I I feel like I'm waiting on like a, a a current musicologist to come in and be like, this is the textbook definition of both. Can we ask the Song Topsy Report to tell us what they think a bop and a banger is? I would love to hear their opinion on it. Okay, well, when we get one of them on here, we'll find out as soon yes. as possible. Yeah. Yes, it's a desperate plea. <laughs> tell me, tell me what the bops and bangers yes. are. <laughs> there needs to be like a third B there. The bops and bangers and bitches. Bops, bangers, and bitches. <laughs> My life is ruled by three, three important principles. Bops, bops bangers, bangers, and bitches. bitches. <laughs> oh, well, I'm so glad you danced the night yes, away. Yes, it, uh, it was wonderful, and I didn't even get any blisters. That's good. That's real good. Did you wear shoes that you had worn before? Yeah. Oh, okay, well, that's but why like, you didn't get blisters. Well, no, typically, no matter what the shoe is, like, if it's a dress shoe... You're a blistery like, kind of guy. Yeah, like, my ankles just... Not my ankles. My heels just get torn the fuck up. I got a really bad blister between my big and second toe uh, when I was in Paris walking around, oh. and... It's, like, finally healed, but I went to Sephora yesterday to get a foot mask so that I can just, like, get it restoratively fixed up. Like, intertoe blisters just sound The worst. Awful. It's so bad. And no matter how you try to fix it, it just keeps getting worse because you have to walk around on it all Right, day. It's right. not like a heel one where I can put on some flip-flops and call it. Right, exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. Uh, Oof. The sendeth. The, the first, ta- the second, second tangent, the second tangent, first right, tangent right, 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 vacuum lady, right. Yes, hello, vacuum lady. She can't hear us she clearly because she's on the phone vacuuming. Yeah. <laughs> oh well, I'm glad you had a great time. Thanks. And congrats to the happy couple. Congrats to the happy couple. They're in the Canary Islands as we speak. The Canary Islands. Yes. Is that where those um, tiki heads are? I don't. Maybe. Yeah. There's maybe. tiki heads there, right? I, I don't know, but I or think so. Or maybe it's not the Canary Islands. Maybe it's... 
Yeah, I thought it was the Canary Islands. I don't know. Write in. This week's Write in. Let us know. Yeah, please. All right. Is it my turn? It is your turn. Claire, what happened to you this week? What was your thing? Ian, this is going to be the craziest fucking story. I'm excited. I, it's, it's so unbelievable. Just know before I start this story that I am fine and it's going to be fine. Okay. Ian's freaked out. All right. Last week, around Wednesday, Thursday, I started having some chest pains. And I was walking around kind of like clutching my boobs, like pretty freaked out that I was having pains like through my breast, up across my collarbone, under my armpit. I was like, what is going on? And the pain got so bad that Friday night, I went to the ER at Lenox Hill Again, I'm fine, it's fine, it's going to be fine. So I go to the ER, right, and I tell them that I am BRCA2 positive. Do you know what this is? Yes. Okay, Ian knows. For those that don't, it's a a genetic mutation that makes me predisposed to feminine cancers, particularly breast cancer. That's why they call it BRCA. It means breast cancer type 2. So I have this genetic mutation or deficiency or whatever you want to call it, and because I'm having pains in my boobs, they're boob like, in, yeah, boob pains. They're like, let's get you up to the breast ultrasound. Mm. So I take the ultrasound. I come down. By this time, my friend Tori has joined me at the ER, and she brought me some food because she's very nice. Yeah. And so thoughtful. We are laying there. I'm laying there. She's sitting there. In the, like, in a private room off the ER. Now, if you've ever been to an ER, you know that you don't get a private room unless they have to tell you something. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, man. So, the doc comes in, and she's like, hey, we're waiting for your radiology to come back, but it's likely that we're just going to send you home with some painkillers and send you back to, like, a general practitioner or your gynecologist or whomever can handle this. I was like, okay, sounds good. Then she comes back not 30 seconds later and is like, the radiology team just sent down your imagery. I need you to sit in here. The surgical team is coming. (laughs) What? Again, I'm fine. It's fine. It's going to be fine. Keep going. So then the surgical team comes down and they're feeling around my chest and my breasts. And he's like, okay, so you have, he's like, you have fluid filling under your left nipple. He's like, it's a fluid cyst, basically. Sure. And it's radiating pain because it's filling up pretty quickly. Oh, my God. He's like, so we need to needle aspirate it. Now, for those that don't know what that is, they're going to poke me with a needle and drain it and then test the substance that comes out. Okay. It's fine. I'm fine. It's going to be fine. Oh, my God. So then, Ian is so freaked out. I am. (laughs) So then... Another member of the surgical team, like the big boss, comes down and is like, here's the deal. We think that this is like a pretty serious situation. So we're going to get this breast surgeon. She's like a very famous breast surgeon to come and work on this for you. But that means that we're going to admit you overnight into the hospital. You're going to stay here and then go into surgery tomorrow morning. Okay. So by this time, it's like midnight, 1 a.m. Saturday. I'm admitted to the hospital. Ian's jaw is on the floor right now. It is. <laughs> I'm admitted to the hospital. Tori stays the night with me. She's a very good friend. I can't believe how good of a... Like, I can't emphasize enough how great of a friend she is. 
she stays the night with me and I have a private room on the seventh floor at Lenox Hill. Shout out to all the nurses and anyone who helps patients at seven Uris. I really appreciate you. Mm -hmm. So I'm in the surgical ward and at different times throughout the night, people are coming in, poking and prodding me like... I don't know if you can see this. Yeah, I was going to ask where that came from, but I assumed it was going to be part of your story. Yeah, I have track marks on my left arm because the phlebotomist came in at 6 in the morning and was like, hey, I need to take some blood. And I was like, that's not a good blood-giving arm. And he was like, looks good to me, poke. <laughs> like, So people were just all over me all night like, long. Were they like waking you up or were you awake this whole time? I was like asleep and then awake. Like it was, It's hard to sleep in a uh, hospital. Right, And I that's normally fair. sleep with earplugs, so I like was having trouble because I could hear everything. It was weird. Uh. So then, oh, the siren is not where you are. Hold on. So now it's like 8, 8.30 in the morning on Saturday. Mm -hmm. And the breast surgical team comes in to see me. Not my breast surgeon, Dr. Lehman. Hey, Dr. Lehman. Yep. But her team comes in. And is like, hey, can you explain to us what's going on when certain symptoms started coming up? How, like, everything's feeling right now? I'm talking to them about it. They're like, okay, so here's the deal. It's a Saturday. The breast surgeon is on call right now. And the rest of the team, like, the way they have to do these procedures is they have to basically not be looking at where they're doing the surgery because it's all with needles and with, like, biopsy-like uh things they have to watch it on a mammogram or an ultrasound so they need an ultrasound tech they need anesthetization they need like a bunch of people need to be there right and they're either on call or they're not on rotation right now okay so we're waiting for the team to like get assembled surgical team assemble <laughs> so they're like just wait here but because we're prepping you for surgery you can't eat Okay, yeah, Ian just crossed his eyes. <laughs> so I haven't eaten since like 11.30 the night before. Mm -hmm. It's now like 8.30 in the morning. And imagine like one of those scenes where the camera is set on the room and people are like everything's fast forwarding and uh -huh. moving around me. And I'm just sitting there hungry, I'm getting hungrier and hungrier and hungrier. And I can't eat. And now it's one in the afternoon and they're like, hey, we're going to call up there and find out like, what's going on for you i'm like thank you because i'm hungry then we get to like 2 o'clock and the surgical team one of the doctors comes back down and is like answering my questions at length being very helpful but she's like here's the deal like we're waiting for the go-ahead from like the big boss and that big boss is not available right at this moment so we still can't let you eat i now haven't eaten in like 15 16 hours okay so then my friends my other friend sam had joined us part way through the day and we're all just shooting the shit watching tv like there's nothing we can do right i send the girls home because i really need to take a nap fair i send my friends home and then the doc says that she'll be back at like 6 or 6 30 right mm -hmm. and by that time hopefully we'll have answers so she comes back not 45 minutes later, maybe an hour, around 4, 4.30. And now it's Saturday at 4.30. I came to the ER at 7.30 the night before, okay? And right. nothing has happened. Absolutely nothing has happened and no one has answers for me. She comes back and she's like, so here's the deal. You can either go home and come back Monday 
because we don't have the people we need until Monday, or if you're worried your symptoms are gonna ratchet up and you need the surgery like in the middle of the night, you can stay. But either way, we probably won't get to you till Monday. Okay, so it's basically a Sophie's choice at this point. Right. Because if I go home, I'm in the comfort of my own home, I can eat whatever I want, right. but if my symptoms come back, I'm not at the hospital. Right. If I stay at the hospital, whether or not my symptoms come back, nothing's going to happen for a couple of days. Right, so you're just sitting in a hospital. And I'm still not allowed to eat. And at this point, my hunger is winning over. So we talk about it. We talk about the options. I'm basically told at this point, it may or may not be cancer. And... (laughs) It may or may not thank you. (laughs) Yeah, uh, thanks so much. I appreciate it. So I ask her, honestly, I'm like, if this is cancer, is there a risk if I go home that it's going to grow exponentially in a couple of days? And she's like, no, no. Like, that's not... It's not going to grow that fast. I was like... Okay, then I'll go home. So it's like a tough decision, but I go home, right? Fast forward a couple days later, I go to see the breast surgeon in her office. Hi, Dr. Lehman. She's amazing. I go on Monday to her office and like talk to the nurses, talk to the nurse and the uh, physician's assistant. And then Dr. Lehman comes in and tells me, here's the deal. It still could be cancer. We're hoping it's not. But what we know, I'm fine. It's fine. It's going to be fine. I just don't want anyone listening in their car right now to be like sad or something. Right. It's going to be fine. And she's telling me, you're going to come back later this week and do the needle aspiration and the biopsies like was always planned. But we need to seriously talk about preventative care. She lays out for me two options. They both suck. One is to take pills that'll stop my estrogen production and go into menopause at 27. (laughs) The risk with the pills, uh, well, actually, the pros with the pills is that my body will be convinced that there aren't working parts to grow cancer in, basically ever. Right. The cons are the pills cause, like, blood clots and a heart attack and stroke. Oh, my God. (laughs) Okay. Great options. The other option is a preventative double mastectomy with immediate reconstruction. Okay. Which she also threw in the fun fact that because it was made for women who already had kids, you can get a tummy tuck at the same time and fill your boobs with fat from other parts of your body. Okay. Okay. Which kind of sounds rad, but the recovery is very painful. Right. Very painful. But then I wouldn't have to worry about it basically ever again. Right. So, as it stands now, I'm sure by the time this recording happens next week, I will know more. But I shouldn't be laughing, but it's so it's so crazy and ridiculous. Friday, so tomorrow, uh-huh. as of this recording, I'm going to go and get the biopsies done. But the radiology department is closed next week from Monday to Wednesday. Oh my god. So I probably won't know, at least for another week, what these are. Oh my god. I'm fine. It's fine. It's going to be fine. But I'm also like a little freaked out. Right. Understandably so. Like The nice thing is though is that let's say worst case scenario I'm knocking on the table. Knock, knock, knock. This is breast cancer. It's not a death sentence. Mm -hmm. We'll just cut them off. Like 
that's, cut him off. That's basically how it goes. We'll just right. cut him off. Um, but I don't want to bring up things about this later and have the listeners not know what we're even fucking talking about. Right, right. <laughs> Fair. Oh my god. How are you feeling now? I'm feeling okay. My nips are sore. Kind of like I ran a half marathon and they're, mm. they feel chafed, but they're not chafed. Right. They're just very sensitive. I'm like touching my boobs right now, but like... I'm taking antibiotics that are helping some of the pain That's good. not be as sharp. But by the end of the day, I'm very sore because okay. I'm walking around in a bra, you know, and you got like right. metal holding up your boobs. Right. Yeah. That's what bras does. Bras does that. So it was just a crazy weekend where basically they were like, it's an emergency. It's an emergency. We have to operate now. And then they're like, just kidding. We can't operate ever. <laughs> I would have been pissed. I was a little bit, I think I would have been angrier and more upset if I wasn't so hungry and sad. Mm. Like, I was just so hungry, and every time someone came to me to tell me the likelihood of, like, statistical analysis, it made me a little bit sad. All right. Yeah. Just because, like, I wish you could just tell me, but it's inside my body. Right. See, the hunger would have made me... Like more angrier. There was a hangry moment. There was a there was like a, a blip of hangriness. But really, by the time I was leaving and eating cookies and fruit, and then got home and ate like half a pizza, I it wasn't that bad anymore. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I was going to ask how long did you how long did you go without eating? From eleven thirty the night before until six to six thirty the night after. Okay. Yeah, so almost 24 hours, 20, right. 19 hours. 19 hours. Yeah. it's a lot of hours. It is a lot of it's hours. a lot of hours. But to be fair, in our lives, I mean, 19 hours, let's say that normally I would have slept eight or nine of that. Right. So it wouldn't have been that bad, except I was up the whole night. So my body can feel the hunger. Exactly. And it's kind of like my bodily clock, it's like counting that time. Exactly. Yes. Oh my God. Please, please text me updates. I will, yeah. I'll text all the listeners. We'll please. put it on yes. Twitter. <laughs> We'll make a group chat. It'll be I'll, great. I'll give updates as they're available. If it's cancer, there's nothing we can do. I mean, there's literally nothing we can do except uh, cut them off. Except cut them off. Which, you know, I might do preventatively anyway because she's pretty strongly at, like telling me I should think about that. All right. Which is like a little bit dramatic, but. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. Um, but everybody else gets boob jobs. Why can't I have a boob job? I was going to say, then you can at least choose your boobs afterwards if you wanted to. I can. I can, yeah. Right. Which I probably pick them about the same. Maybe slightly say, smaller. Okay. I would say, like, yeah, like, don't, don't like, change them too much. Yeah. Ian likes my boobs. That's They're, basically... Yeah. They, they, work, <laughs> they work for you. They work for me. Yeah. Big changes, I think, are very noticeable. Right. When people get, like, breast augmentation. Mm-hmm. Breast reduction... Nobody notices. No one cares. Right. White man. <laughs> nah, yeah, no, you, you're not wrong. <laughs> have you ever felt fake boobs before, Ian? I don't know if I have. No, you would know. Uh, then no. Yeah. Then no. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't. Have you? Have I? Yeah. I think I did feel someone's implant once. They mm. had silicone, which is the kind that, uh, actually saline. Saline is the kind that feels the most the same. Right. But this person had a silicone implant, and it is definitely stiffer. Okay. It has movement, and it looks very natural and beautiful, but yeah, I think it was stiff. Mm. Yeah. Wow. They stay perky. 
Good for, good for them. Good for them, honey buns. <laughs> All right. Are we ready for the quiz? Sure. Quiz time. We did it. Haven't done that in a while. No. Feels good. Yeah, I'm glad. Ian Brodsky, what are you obsessed with this week? Ooh, um, besides this band. Um, <laughs> oh my god, I like, I feel Did like... Did we even say the name of the band? Do we know uh, the name of the band? I think, um, I know, the, I, I think I said it in passing, um, but it's called the, the uh, Silver Arrow Band. You definitely didn't say it in passing. So. The Silver Arrow Band. If You're I If I didn't say it before, if I didn't say it before, there it is, but um, otherwise, like, Honestly, I've just been really looking forward to The Good Place coming back. Yes! Like, I'm just really excited about that. Amazing. Yeah. It's going to be amazing. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. All right. Uh, question number two, three fingers up. It's me. Never have I ever worn green tie-dye. Down. Never have I ever run a 5K. Nope. Never have I ever driven a school bus. Nope. Never have I ever driven a Jeep. Nope. Never have I ever driven a Saab. Down. <laughs> I test I test drove one. When I was getting a new car, my, my so I, one of the cars I test drove was a Saab. Um, never have I ever worn a toga. No. Never have I ever played the flute. No. Never have I ever actually taken someone up on the offer of espresso after dinner. Down. <laughs> I love that shit. Question number three. Mm-hmm. What are you watching slash listening to? I listened to a lot of LCD sound system yesterday for my birthday. Great. Because I had to work on my birthday and someone was like, someone play music. And I was like, today is my day. And what am I watching? Um, aside from the good place tonight. Um, Woo! Uh, I talked about BoJack last week. I feel like I haven't. I feel like I haven't watched a lot of TV since last week. That's okay. Like I've, this is oddly like one of the busiest weeks of my life. Yeah. Um, definitely of the year. Um, which is on brand for me. Um, so I feel like I haven't watched a whole lot lately. That's um, okay. Yeah, but keeping up with like Pod Save America because like it's one of my news sources. Great. Um, and um, keep it another crooked media podcast. Um, yeah, highly That's recommend. Insane. Yes. Highly re- 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. Would recommend. Yes. Question number four, who was the last person you texted that wasn't me? Oh, um, it was my friend Megan because she has... Hi, Megan. Yeah, Megan works for a paint shop where I now pick up some hours, which is pretty awesome. Great. Yes. I like that about you. Thank you. I like that about Megan. Question number five, our favorite this week and every week, one person, living or dead, whom you may or may not know, who you would like to wish well today. Uh, my friend Gianna, Gianna Choffy. Um, Gianna Choffy. Gianna Choffy. She is one of my first collegiate dance partners. Who is her? She's a, a tiny woman with large ideas, and we love that about her. Good. And I saw her for the first time in a while at this wedding, and um, it's just never not a complete joy hanging out with her. Amazing. Yeah. Does anyone ever call her Choffy Coffee? I'm sure they have. Choffee coffee. I'm sure they have. I thought it was like Coffee or Coffee when I first met her, mm. and I had never oh, heard it's the Italian. last name. Yeah, Choffee. Yeah, C- it's C I O F F I. Yes, amazing. Yes. All right, my turn. Yeah. Awesome. So Claire. Yeah. What are you obsessed with this week? I am obsessed with fall food. Mm. 
I've been making a lot of butternut squash soup mm. and like different kinds of like savory lentil bean type soups. Ooh. I also went to Williams in Sonoma last night and bought pumpkin bread mix. Yes. Quick bread mix and also pumpkin spice uh bunt cake mix okay yes i am very excited i'm in the fall mood i made cookies the other night they weren't fall related but i feel like baking is a fall thing for me Mm. yes because it's fall y'all and i bought a giant thing of marshmallow lovers swiss miss uh hot cocoa mix Mm. i'm i'm in the mood yes in the mood for the food is the season tis the season for For some fall stuff oh yeah same idea same idea Um, Cool. Do 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 do. I love the fall. Yeah. There we go. Um, three fingers. Yeah. Up in the air. Um, air, air. Uh, never have I ever stayed in a yurt. No. Never. I wish. (laughs) Um, right. That sounds really cool. Uh, never have I ever spent more than a hundred dollars at Whole Foods. Down. Uh, never have I ever... You buy six things, and it's like $500. Right, I, that's why I only buy five things, and it's 89 Um, <laughs> never have I ever been to Japan. No. Um, never have I ever had Vietnamese food. Down. Uh, it's very good. I believe it. Um... You've never had pho? No. What? Oh my gosh. Right. Um, I'm pretty sure pho is from Vietnam, Yeah. Yes, yeah, it is. Definitely, it is. is. Okay. I just never had it. Didn't want to make some sort of like racist food analogy and <laughs> right. like analysis, and it wasn't right. Right, and that's our first like feedback email. I know somebody writes in and is like, like "How fucking dare, dare you? you? Never have I ever gone twenty four hours without showering." Down, <laughs> definitely. Good for you. Well, I actually the thing that's weird for me, and a lot of uh, women are like blown away by this when I tell them. I have to wash my hair every single day. They tell you it's not good for it, but my hair is so thin. I actually recently read something that like debunks that like myth. I mean, there's always there's always going to be something, you know, where they're like, "Don't drink almond milk; it's bad for the environment." Hey, good place. And then they're like, "Drink almond milk; it's great for the environment." Right? Like, what the hell? Right. I'm sure it's no. not great for the environment, but you know what I mean. No, a few a few women I know are like. Because they have, like, such thin, like, consistencies. Like, yes. Like, they wash their hair every day. Otherwise, like... You have to, or it gets so greasy. Right. Oily, oily hair. Exactly. I fucking hate it. Because yeah. I touch my hair constantly, so it's yeah. very annoying for me. Right. Yeah. I feel that. Yeah. Um, deep down yeah. in your soul. Deep, deep down. Um, oh. What are you watching slash listening to this week? I am watching some new fall tv as we were saying i watched manifest i watched new amsterdam how were they they were both good not great but i will keep watching i also went to see two new broadway shows Mm. a new to me one is actually new i saw the nap which is actually new good not great in my opinion and I saw the play that goes wrong, longest running Broadway play, and right. it is fucking fantastic. I need to go see it. It's so good. I'm blown away. I it was, it was a treasure. Like honestly, some of the best theater I've ever seen. Sweet. It was so 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 well done, and without giving anything away, just it's a it's a feat. It's a it's a a feast really mm-hmm. of physical acting i it's it's so overwhelmingly funny and so um precise that i was 
I was really like rocked to my core. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, I'm happy for you. I really yeah. like that. That shit's that shit rocks. Yeah. And cool. listening, I'm re-listening to uh, some Gilmore guys. I'm re-listening to um, some of our show. Mm, the fun. thing that happened this week. Uh, and um, keeping up with uh, the current political climate with NPR politics. Right. Yeah. So that is basically it. Cool. Yeah. Uh, also, this weed whacker is not where you are. I don't know what's going on today. Yeah. But it's just, it's a busy one. It's a busy day. It's a real busy one. And it's a busy morning, too. Yes, definitely. Um, Everybody's alive and well in Harlem right now. Right. <laughs> um, okay, question number four. Yes. Last person you texted aside from me, no cheating. It had to have been last night, because I haven't texted anyone today. Mm. So it was... My roommates? Question uh, mark. All right. I think so. Cool. I I genuinely can't remember. All right. Because it was yesterday. It might have been Julie. I don't know. One of those. All right. Yeah. I'm sure. I've never really struggled with that question, but man, that was hard. All right. Yeah. This is the first time for everything. There is. And uh, finally, who would you like to wish well this week? I would like to wish well my dear friend Victoria Chapa. Also, an interesting Italian name, Chapa. C I A P P A. C H I A P P A. Yeah, so it should be Chiapa, but it's Chapa. Um, she is so lovely and wonderful and stayed with me the whole weekend in the hospital and has been checking on me since and brought me toiletries and face masks and rose hip cleansing water. It was so cool. nice. Um, and she also bought me clothes when I needed clothes this weekend. Mm -hmm. And yeah, just a really fantastic friend. And I hope whatever she's doing right at this moment, I hope it's wonderful. Aw. Yeah. Well, we love you. We love you. Definitely. Definitely, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. For definitely, real, for real. Not definitely, maybe. Definitely, definitely. Definitely, definitely. All right. Fun fact or thought of the week, mm -hmm. Ian? On my paint shop note, um, I fun fact... A lot of scenic painting is milk-based because it uh, helps saturate the pigment and it makes it longer-lasting and vibrant. I did not know that. Yes. Mm. And it spoils and it smells horrendous. Bleh. Yes. Gross. Yes. Exciting, but gross. Right. Fun fact, it takes slightly less time to fly over the Arctic Circle than across the Atlantic Ocean if you're going to Europe from New York. Huh. Okay. At least in my experience. All right. But I think that's also true. Okay. Yes. Sure. Okay. So if you want to hang out with us and follow our show and do all the things. All the things the, that happened this week. All the things that are happening this week. Hashtag this week's thing. At this week's thing is our handle everywhere. Thisweeksthing.com is our web seat. Mm -hmm. And you can get at us at thisweeksthing at gmail.com. If you got comments, questions, concerns, hopes, dreams, fears. Yes. All of it. All of it. Ian, where can people find you? You can find me at ibroski on Twitter and Instagram and uh, Brodsky Ian on Facebook. What about you, Claire? I'm at womanship on Twitter and Snapchat, clairemanship.com, and facebook.com slash Manship. We are a Dapper Devil production. Yeah, we are. Boop, Hey. Um, so get at them, too, at Dapper Devil Prod if you want to see all the other amazing things in the network. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, is there anything else to do? I'm um, just keep on listening because we're going to have some great guests coming on soon. Yes, we have amazing guests coming up for the fall and winter. We're very excited about that. And please like, rate, comment, subscribe. Yes. The show is available wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah. Um, Apple so Podcasts, uh, Stitcher, Stitcher, Google, Google Play, Play, SoundCloud. But not Tidal or Spotify. Right. Those fuckers. Uh, I'm just kidding. Ooh, yeah. I burp at you, I Spotify. I burp at you. I burp in your general direction. Okay, well, on that note, Ian, happy birthday. Thank you. I love you so much. I love you. This show is a joy. The show is a delight. Yes, I look forward to it every week. Yay. Which will do it every, every week. week. All right. Until next time, I'm Claire Manship. And I'm Ian Brodsky. And, and that, that was, was the, the thing, thing that happened, happened this week. week. Bye. Bye. Bye.